0: Welcome to season two of the Be Good to Your Money podcast. I want to say a special thank you for listening and sharing the podcast. We posted 29 episodes over the first season. It is our goal to increase that number because finances are changing at an alarming rate. So if you haven't subscribed, please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast channel, such as Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Pandora, Samsung, and iHeartRadio. Previews of the podcast are available on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, which is now known as X. Again, thank you for taking this journey with me. And remember, if you be good to your money, your money will be good to you. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Be Good to Your Money podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lisa, and today we're going to talk about uh, some tips for buying a home in the current, what they refer to as a cooling market, but in the current marketplace. With the lower prices and higher interest rate, are you considering buying a home or do you feel that this is not the right time. So I'm going to give you some information and some tips. Remember, this is a financial educational uh, podcast. It is not uh, intended for a financial consultant. Please feel free to consult with uh, any financial person, your personal banker, your financial consultant, or realtor. This is uh, for financial education. But as we know, the prices have been dropping across the country and the interest rates are going up. It seems like every other month now where the Fed is increasing the interest rates and people are shying away from buying a home. So my question to you is if you uh, are considering buying a home, are you not buying it right now because you're afraid uh, to do so? Well, as a math teacher, the first thing I would say to you is do the math. If you go to the website bankrate.com, that's bankrate.com, and put in the amount of money you would have paid for a property about a year ago with the higher prices, and in many cases, as we know, they were $150,000 over the asking price. And if you add this in, and along with the lower interest rates we were paying about a year ago, and if you compare this to the price now with the higher interest rate, you will find that the amounts are about the same. So do this before you make a decision as to to say that you're not going to purchase a property because the higher of the higher interest rate. And I want to share a little story with you. When I started selling real estate back in 1987, or 88, I forgot which year, interest rates were 18%, 18%. And many of those individuals who bought homes during that time, they bought it at 18% interest, uh, and they turned around later as the market went down and re. Finance for lower amounts. Many of them refinance several times to get the amount down to the lower interest rates. Uh, And you can do the same. Uh, But you got to remember, we're looking at 7% now. And that's uh, about the average of what it's been over the last decade or so. So don't be afraid um, of purchasing a property because of the interest rate because you also have to consider that the prices have gone down. And today we have what they call a buyers market. These tips can help you now or later. So let's get started with what these tips are. Number one, know how much of a house you can afford, first of all just because you qualify for a certain amount doesn't mean that the amount you sh- that's the amount that you should purchase for example if so- if you go into a lender and they tell you you qualify for three hundred seventy five thousand dollar house that doesn't mean that you have to buy a three hundred seventy five thousand dollar house the most important thing that you should look at is the monthly expense because this is what you will have have to deal with each month. And what I always told my clients is to pay attention to the monthly payment. When they pre-qualify you, not only do they tell you how much you qualify for, but they also tell you how much the monthly payment is. And I always suggested to my clients not to spend any more than 28% of your gross monthly income on a mortgage payment. And I'm going to say that again. I referred to my clients. uh, I always told them, try not to spend more than 28% of your gross monthly income on a a monthly mortgage payment. And that can include you as a single person or you and your husband combined. Do not spend 28%. More than that, and I'll explain later why I come up with that number. But when I say your monthly payment, I mean the principal, the interest, the taxes, and insurance. And when you go in to get pre qualified, they will give you an estimated amount because they won't know the exact amount until you purchase the property. And so, this is the amount that you will be working with, and it's a good measure. Because when you buy the home, uh, the lender is going to approve you based on 35%. They are going to look at whether or not the mortgage payment will be 35% or more of your monthly payment. And so the reason I'm asking you to look at the lower amount, because if this is your first home, uh, you are usually not prepared for additional expenses that will arise uh, in the home for maintenance and repairs and other things that you don't know about. So I always look at taking that seventy, that 7% difference, which is the 35 minus the 28% that I suggest, and set that mu- uh, amount aside or look at having that amount of money for any uh, unexpected repairs or an, annual maintenance and the second thing you need to do is clean up your credit before talking to a lender because the higher your credit score will, will mean a lower interest rate a credit score of 700 plus will get you the a better mortgage rate um, years ago the credit scores used to be about 650 on a high now the credit score is 850 on the high end so to get the best rates and the lowest rates the closer you are to 850 the better the rates will be however a 700 plus credit score will get you a really good interest rates so get rid of any collections and high amount of debt on a credit card so to clean your credit up and get your credit score as high as possible before you talk to a lender. My third tip is save for your down payment and closing costs. Save for this amount. A lot of people get excited, uh, especially when they're couples newly married, and I want a house, I want to have kids, and they jump into buying a house, and they don't have the money, and they end up borrowing the money from a family member, and they move into this house, and they have to pay this money back, plus they have to pay the mortgage, plus they're buying new furniture, and they're spending, and they're spending, and they're spending. And next thing they know, they are in debt, and they could be looking at possible foreclosure. I've seen this so many times, and this is why I would tell my clients, when you buy a property, uh, slow down when buying new furniture and all these things do not get yourself in debt until you get acclimated to having the houses and the possible expenses especially if you're moving from an apartment to a house the utilities will sometimes triple on you so get used to paying them the uh, bills before and uh you get into making some debt and the reason why i say take the uh make sure you save for this because you don't want to borrow. And to get an idea how much this costs, if you're doing an FHA loan, which is less than 20% down, you can guesstimate, as I call it, that the closing cost in the down payment will be somewhere around 6% of the asking price of the house. And now, if you borrow the money from family or friends, you shouldn't, if you need to, I'm sorry, if you need to borrow this money from family or friends, you probably shouldn't be buying a house until you're in a better financial situation. Because this usually indicates that you don't have enough funds for unexpected expenses and you can easily get yourself in trouble because, remember, buying a house is a huge expense. So not being financially prepared means taking out loans for repairs and increasing your uh, debt, um, I've seen so many times where people buy a house and the next thing they know, the furnace goes out, the air conditioner goes out. And even though you might be given a home warranty at the closing, there are a lot of costs that are not covered in the home warranty. And there's a lot of things uh, that. Uh, can happen with that home warranty company depending on their credibility and i'll do a segment on home warranties because they're they're showing that they're not as reliable as we once knew them to be so i usually advise people to put a 20 percent down payment on a house if they can If you can put, um, if you put less than that amount, you will get hit with what they call MIP insurance, which is mortgage uh, insurance protection. It protects the lender in the event the property goes into foreclosure. Now, I'm going to say this again. It protects the lender in the event the property goes into foreclosure because I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I thought it protect me. Uh, I'm paying the insurance premium. So, why doesn't it protect me? No, you're paying this premium, and it protects the lender. And this uh, MIP insurance can increase your monthly payment over a hundred dollars. Plus, uh, when we were uh, going through the foreclosure peer crisis back in two thousand eight and two thousand nine. Uh, and we had to bail out the lenders, that was the first question I was asking, what about the MIP insurance? So, we don't know where that's going, what it's covering, and after 2008 and 2009, it didn't appear to cover the mortgage companies like like they said. So, I... Don't want you to have to pay this additional amount of money. And like I said, it could be as minimum as $100. And I've seen it as high as $200. And you can end up paying this additional amount for 10, 15 years. So if you can put 20% down, save this money, prepare yourself to buy a house. And I suggest that you start, if you purchase a house, As soon as you purchase your home, start a house emergency account. And this is separate from your family emergency account. And my suggestion is that this account should be at least $2,500 plus your homeowner's insurance deductible. Now I'm saying twenty-five hundred dollars because even if your uh, AC goes out or your furnace goes out, this could be six, seven, eight thousand dollars. But at least you will have some amount of money, and even with the twenty-five hundred, you might even be able to do repairs on the prop, on the um, the unit as opposed to having it replaced. And so twenty-five hundred dollars for Home repairs plus your deductible. And um, the deductibles are going up on the homeowners insurance, and many de- uh, insurance companies are selling. Uh, deductibles for $2,500. So if you have a $2,500 deductible for repairs, remember if your insurance company gives you a check, the check is going to be minus that deductible. It's going to be minus the $2,500. So you will still have to pay this amount. So my overall suggestion, my overall tip is be prepared for buying a house. Credit-wise, financially-wise, because this is a huge commitment, and it is um is the American dream, and you want don't want to buy your house and then a couple of years down the road you are in foreclosure because a house is an investment. And hopefully, you're buying your first house. You're not overbuying. And years later, you can sell the house and move up to a more um, expensive home, more square footage, or better. So do not make yourself house broke uh, with the mortgage payment. And clean up your credit so you can get the best interest rate. And don't be afraid of 7%. uh, Because with the prices going down and the interest rates going up, If you look back at what we did over a year ago, you probably will find out that your monthly payment will be somewhere in the same range as it um, would have been a year ago. And uh, again, if you are thinking of purchasing a home, go ahead because this is a buyer's market and don't be afraid of the interest rate. Again, I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, for the Be Good to Your Money uh, podcast. Thank you for joining me. And until next week, have an amazing day.